0: FM to get started.
1: Episodes 5 through 8, the Mae Young Classic, After Show on AfterBuzz TV, right now. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan
2: discussion, AfterBuzz TV. And
0: now, let the buzz begin.
1: Yes. Feel it and love it.
3: Yes, Yeah, like doing this.
4: I'm just,
1: yeah. oh I'm just
3: feeling it. Oh my! god.
2: <laughs> girl. Yeah, I'm telling you.
1: And welcome you. Welcome to part two of three. This is the midpoint in our journey for the May Young Classic After Show on AfterBuzz TV. We are covering episodes five through eight. So five and six is round two. Seven is the quarterfinals, and eight is the semifinals, and I have a full crew of kick-ass females. And to my left, we have
3: Anissa Barr. She's yes. social
1: media for X-Pac, 1, two, three, six, Yes,
3: I am, and you can follow me at Anissa Barr with three R's at the end. And I'm feeling Dakota Kai. She's my girl. I tweeted her. She tweeted me back, and I said, I have to do my hair just like her. So she's my go-to.
1: I see that. Yes, yes. Yeah, so I would picture you as a striker, anyway. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, you'd be a striker. Yeah, type. actually,
3: I have to give credit to Denise because she kind of helped me with my hair today. Thank you. Like oh, nice. 20 minutes before we started, <laughs> and she was like, "Oh my god, you look like an anime." I'm like, "That's what Dakota Kai reminds me of." So hey, I love, I love it. it, Team Kick, all the way. <laughs> <laughs>
1: and talking about Team Kick, uh, TK Trinidad <laughs> is sitting right next to her. Yes, nice. thank you. I worked all day on that. Uh, you can find her on TMZ, uh, everything after Buzz TV. TK, hit them with your. Nope.
4: I just want to <laughs> say um, that my predictions from last week were correct. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. You can find me on everything at TK Trinet.
1: <laughs> Love it. And the lovely lady to my left is Denise Salsado, also part of X Pack. One, two, three, sixty.
2: Hey, guys. Uh, You guys can pretty much follow me on Twitter and on Instagram at underscore Denise Salcedo. I tweet a lot and can kind of get pretty annoying on social media. (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
1: Speaking of social media, TK will keep an eye on the chat room. I will also try um, as we continue the show. Keeping in mind that we are going to be covering about four hours. Uh, within an hour, so we're just going to go ahead and start. So this is Afterbus TV's May Young Classic After Show. So it was 13 countries, uh, 32 women, single elimination. It's kind of like sudden death, like with um, uh, any video game that you've ever seen ever before. And I'm always going to bring up Super Smash Bros. <laughs> so one one winner to rule them all, and wow. And here we go. So episode five is round two. There is a 20-minute time limit for this. Remember, one fall single elimination. This takes place in Full Sail University in Orlando, Florida. And we have Jim Ross and WWE Hall of Famer Lita as commentators. I have
4: one question. Yes. Where's Medusa at? I know,
3: oh, I keep seeing her. She was right. supposed to be
4: yeah. one of the commentators, and I, I know somebody made a comment last week. I'm like, oh, well, she'll probably be in this week, that is but a really she has good not point, appeared unless she'll be there at all. At the final. Well,
2: she's doing the backstage reporting, that. and I've seen the photos, but I haven't been able to see any of the actual videos on the actual show. Right.
1: So, I don't is know. she in any of the ex- exclusive
2: content? Because I kept on meaning to go
1: through that. Yeah, I'm but definitely they, for the they
4: talked about her at the in the bracketology, and prior to that, and so, I don't hey, know. Hey, so
1: chat but, room, if you have that answer, hit us up But we them. do
4: have our fellow
3: uh, after buzzer, Christy St. Cloud, mm-hmm. that was doing interviews backstage. So shout out to Christy Olsen, as we know her, but Christy St. Cloud, that's how WWE knows her. So yes. congrats Love to her me for doing Christy. that.
1: <laughs> yeah, she's a, she doesn't do karaoke, but she will watch you do it. So she's my yeah. kind of people. Right. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but speaking with this, uh, episode five. So, I mean, whew. Round two, first half. What uh, were some of your favorite moments, some standouts? I mean, obviously, you know yeah. yours. Oh, yeah. yeah.
3: Well, with this match with Rachel, I like how she did the RKO out of nowhere. <laughs> I mean, uh, it gave me, like, some cool vibes. It's finally cool to see a woman do that, an RKO. I've always wanted to see a woman do an RKO, but mm-hmm. it's kind of cool. And I have to give it to Rachel Evans. She is Rachel Evers. Evers, yes. Yeah. Yeah, sorry, yeah. Uh, that is okay. she Lucy Evans. Yeah, you know. she, I like Chris Evans. It's all the Evans, <laughs> right? She, I feel like with this round, she gave it her all. Mm-hmm. She did come back with a powerful uh, ring style. I liked how they both had a good connection in the ring. Yeah, that's something that you definitely notice in episodes five through eight. They're
1: really good connections. They yeah. were there to bring it, mm-hmm. and it was brought. Yeah. Like, like, bring it on, bro. Yeah. I'm gonna make so many movie references. <laughs> Just prepare yourself. We
3: keep count.
2: Can someone please keep count on the chat room? It's gonna be so.
1: Okay, so our first match is uh, Rachel Evers USA versus Abby Lath USA. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was a really nice video package with Abby Lath. I actually, I really enjoyed that. Um, so that you know, Abby uh, defeated the physically imposing Jazzy Gaybert, who mm-hmm. was one of my favorites mm-hmm. because she looks like a super villain uh, with the alligator clutch to get to this point. Uh, she's also defeated men and women uh, she studied dance as a ballerina 16 um, years yeah yeah so a and lot she loves and may ccw and, trained yeah. and i'm sorry did you she, say she, she loves, loves may mayo oh, may oh. She loves i was like may she may loves Yo. mayo she, that was one of the things that <laughs> nice. she
2: emphasized like she's like a huge huge fan like yeah
1: yeah absolutely and with that alligator clutch is may young inspired so uh, and uh, rachel evers defeated marty bell as uh, she Wow, powerlifter. So uh, 375 pounds Is she powerlifts. Uh, she's a second-generation wrestler, you know, uh, Precious Paul Illering. Um, and uh, was it the, um, uh, I call them Rocksteady and Bebop, but that's not yeah. their name. Uh, the authors of pain. Yes. Yeah, he's the manager of them. Okay, so with this particular match, I mean, some of my favorite moments for it, I really like that the audience was really getting into everything. Mm -hmm. Like with these uh, past episodes, uh, the the audience quickly got on Abby's side with Abby Chance, and you know Evers, she attempted a suicide dive at the beginning. It I'm glad she didn't hurt herself Mm -hmm. with it. I mean, but as it progressed, I really did like how the wrestlers both rang each other's bells with simultaneous high kicks. Mm -hmm. It's like that was wow. You're exhausting me Mm -hmm. with seeing that, but. Uh, bottom line, Evers went for another high kick near the end where Abby did a fantastic counter and won with her signature alligator clutch. Mm -hmm. So, any thoughts on this, ladies? This
2: was a really nice match. Again, I have to agree with you. The crowd was really into it, but to tell you the truth, I think that this one, Abby really shined. I feel like you can see the two levels of differences between the two women. Mm -hmm. Yes, Rachel is good, but I still think that Abby is on another level, which makes sense as to why she advanced. Her kick's man oh my god they were so good i absolutely loved it and honestly i thought this was a nice match
4: i like the fact that she was just like fluid it's like she took um her dancer's ability if this even possible and was able to go through the clicks and everything like that like mm-hmm. it's almost like she planned it which obviously she didn't but like everything was just so fluid about it but i actually had i pegged rachel to win for some reason,
1: you're not the you're yeah. not the only one. I kind of I kind of saw that second generation just like yeah. You know, I thought coming that was going to be a it. thing. So,
4: yeah. but you know, I'm definitely glad Abby won. She's she's a hard worker. I was really impressed with the match. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah. yeah, exactly. The match was perfect. I liked the power uh, power slam off the top rope that she did. It was like oh yeah, oh my gosh. And then to know that Abby came from CCW was pretty like awesome to know because <laughs> I know a few maybe one wrestler that came from CCW. But also I liked how they had uh Tasha Nono on the uh on the ringside. I mean, I want to call him Chris Her- Hero <laughs> more, <laughs> but I liked how they have superstars come um showing up and showing their support on yeah. these women. Yeah, it's it's good. It, it lets
1: you know that this does not exist in a vacuum. There is yeah. more for all of these women after this competition mm-hmm. is done. It's kind
2: of like when you watch boxing and you're waiting to see, like, oh, who are the special celebrities that show up? Yeah. That's kind of how I felt, like, when, where they were showing, like, whoever popped up for the May Young Classic. I was like, yeah, that's cool. All right, but yeah. another thing, too,
4: that this audience, I don't know what the total amount of hours were, but oh, if right. you notice, the audience was the same throughout. So I don't know how long they sat...
3: Well, um, our fellow afterviser Steve Kaufman actually was there. lot. Oh. yeah, he was there when during the taping, and
4: nice.
3: um, I believe he said that it was like, uh, like every, like almost every single day that they were doing, it, about or right. about maybe all day thing. Yeah, yeah, it
4: seemed like an all day mm-hmm.
3: thing.
1: Okay, well, Kudos that to uh, them. That Yeah, nicely yeah. done. Hey, they love wrestling about as much as we do. So, yeah. uh, so yes, our next match is uh, Serena Deeb, USA, versus Piper Nevin, Scotland. <laughs> love me some Piper. Oh, my gosh. Piper's Okay, love me some Piper. So, Piper is just, oh... Th- uh, she calls herself the badass with a smile. Love that. Mm-hmm. Uh, her finisher, the Piper Driver. She's a powerhouse style, but not only that, she is quick, and she's also <laughs> so methodical. Mm-hmm. Uh, so to get to this point, she defeated Santana Garrett, who was known as the Wonder Woman. Uh, and uh, she defeated her with the Piper Driver. Oh, actually, she uh, did it the with the um, Minoco di- Driver. Yeah. So uh, for Serena Deeb, she defeated uh, Vanessa Bourne in the first round with the spear to get to this point. So with this particular uh, match... uh if you didn't already know, Serena Deeb had kind of a redemption arc uh, going on where she's trying to get back into WWE. She's been on a hiatus. She had a a number of things, personal things that happened, but she overcame them to get to this point. And very experienced. Very experienced. Mm -hmm. Uh, Yes, most definitely. So um, with this, some of the favorite things that I liked, I mean, uh, Serena Deeb, she's going up against Piper. Piper is... Not only is she quick, she's got a girth to her also, Mm. and she knows how to use it. So I liked that the veteran instincts of Serena Deeb kicked in, and she kept on trying different tactics. And that was one of the things that got me. Like, she would do the side headlock takeover. She'd get Piper on the ground. She tried to get get away from those splashes. But um, pretty much after Piper did that cannonball in the corner, it kind of seemed like that was, once again, one of those instances where it's just the other person's gonna be out for the count and uh, when Piper went to the top rope but nobody was home then Serena went for the spear and then Piper countered again with the Minoku uh, driver which Japanese wrestling awesome Mm -hmm. and then she won, she won again with that. And I was like, uh, I felt it was earned. Yeah. I, I was okay with Serena Deeb not winning this particular match. How do you ladies feel?
3: I agree. Um, one thing that really hurt my head, it was that headbutt. <laughs> <laughs> Ouch, like when she, you could, you could actually hear the impact. And also what really struck me about this match is when Piper grabbed uh, Serena and just power slammed her on the mat. That was something that I liked because it was very powerful, very strong, and it shows that how much she, she can be overcome as a veteran. Like she could, pr- Piper can pretty much dominate anybody.
1: Yeah, she the care. win. You get the yeah. win knocked out of you. She doesn't you care if you
3: are a veteran or you started yesterday.
1: She will make sure she'll get you down. Yeah, I really want to see her mic work. She just seems like she would yeah. be so good yeah. on the mic.
4: I wish. Yeah, I, I kind of wish they they would have. And obviously, it's. A long series, but we were able to actually see that dynamic as well. Because then they kind of make you cheer for people differently. I thought Serena was going to win based based of based, because of that arc, mm-hmm. but you know, logic makes sense. Like Piper's bigger and she's faster. Oh yeah, that just automatically made sense. But I thought mm-hmm. you know they were going to kind of yes yeah, yeah. swing swing it that way. So uh, definitely a great match, Um like almost a da- David versus Goliath type thing. Um But both of them. Last week we had, I think we all said that, we had a cu- couple of matches where it just felt like a lot of people were very novice. Mm-hmm. This week it felt like everybody knew what they were doing except for one or two, but the rest <laughs> of them was like, they're amazing. So this match was like, every, I was just really impressed with this match. I like kind of those frog smashes. That mm-hmm. yeah, in, yeah, I
1: definitely want to see some more Piper after mm-hmm. this. It really got me
2: with <laughs> that. I think that for me... Piper has her she has some good tools in her arsenal and that is what they're using you know she did the cannonball she went to the top rope we saw her do some body splashes and I think that those are the tools that they know are impactful and are working I like the story that they were trying to tell here where it was like Serena Serena Deep's passion we know she had you know some she had some struggles and she's mm-hmm. coming back and what I liked was that they were showing this small girl passion trying to overtake Piper who's you know a little larger than she is so she was trying to take her down and I likes that story. I was a I wasn't expecting Serena to go far in the competition, but I actually was thinking she was gonna win this. But as the competition um you know kept going forward, I now see why Piper Niven was the one that advanced.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah there was <laughs> There was a big difference there, and Piper like definitely wrecked it. I I I want to see her in more things. Yeah. Uh, so our next match, uh, Mercedes Martinez oh. versus Princess Suhe. So we have USA versus Mexico there. I like the I like the promos where it's like they were giving respect to each other, but neither one of them wanted to go home. Mm-hmm. That was just not happening. We also had uh, Cleese in the audience, you know, talking about um, mm-hmm. having celebrities there. So uh, with Princess Suhe, her finisher is uh, La Raya is that right? mm-hmm. um, which is a submission move. Uh, she defeated Kaylee Ray, uh, she's a uh, Lucha Libre style, CMLL champion, 20 year vet, and she showed up in Wonder Woman gear. Love oh her. God, badass. <laughs> Love it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so for Mercedes Martinez, she beat Xylee uh, in round one with a Fisherman Buster, and that's her fin- finisher move, and she is a 16 year vet, so this was very nicely matched. Uh, with these, I mean, there were just at the very beginning, there were great counters from both of them, with like sizing each yeah. other up, and it wasn't uninteresting to watch. I'll, I'll be honest that there's some of the matches when they start with a wrist lock and you know headlock, side headlock, be like where they're filling each other out. Why with this? I was like, oh, they're really sizing it up, and I could yeah. see that Princess Suhe was like planning three or four steps ahead. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, she was going up against Mercedes Martinez, who's not only thinking ahead but is hungry as hell for this. So, yes, and you definitely saw that Uh, when Mercedes uh, countered the monkey flip. I didn't expect for that to happen, Uh, and then there were some top rope strikes. But I love that Princesa then countered with a tornado DDT. Mm -hmm. I was like, yes, that fed a need for me to see uh, this. This oh, this just wonderful woman just do that straight out of the cup, uh, straight out. The corner,
4: um, Montserrat saying, "FYI, Princessa isn't isn't married to Calisto." So apparently, yeah. somebody said that. So just,
1: uh, I think so. I said it last time. Okay. So, so I don't know if I was joking or not, or if I really believed it. All right. But mm-hmm. I'll, I'll watch it mm-hmm. some other time and mm-hmm. see. Mm-hmm. All right, right. We're good. good. Uh, so what the Princessa di- princesa did not completely lock in the La Reheya, but because of that, Mercedes still would not top tap out and managed to land that fisherman buster but her left arm took some serious damage, but Mercedes did get that win. Thoughts? Oh
2: my god. I thought that this was by far the biggest upset. I was really mm-hmm. upset at this because I really like Princess Suhey. Mm-hmm. She's on a different level regardless of what people may think. I think Princess Suhey has this crazy amount of like experience and skill that is not only like, it's just natural. She moves really fast mm-hmm. in the ring. Mm-hmm. And it's something that I said in the previous show that we want to see people like Princess Suhey on the WWE roster because she is just that good but I know why they had Mercedes advance because eventually I know they were going to want this tough chick versus this tough chick, which we saw (laughs) later in Mm. the competition, but truthfully, I was a little upset. I was like, no, not Princess (laughs) Hey, She was one of my picks. That's how I felt about it. (laughs) Sorry, I had to get it out of my chest. Passionate. I was like, oh,
4: I don't know what she's going to do. I'm going (laughs) to (laughs) just... You're like, when is she going (laughs) to stop
2: this crazy woman? Um, I, I
4: definitely agree with you. It's just a i, I n- had a feeling Mercedes was gonna win, but I kind of want to see more princess princess Princessa. Yeah, thank you mm-hmm. I, I kind of want to see more of her, but how everything kind of when I was like looking at everything broke down again i I did predict it um, <laughs> everything kind of made sense started yeah. kind of all the chips started falling in, but definitely a great match. I feel like uh um, Mercedes is like a bull in a china shop like she. She had she was trying to execute a plan, but she was also like bulldozing through a wall. Yeah. It's like she was just kind of putting everything together, and just it was just she's amazing. But I, I kind of want to see her outside of the ring and see if she's actually like nice, or she's just a, <laughs> or she's just she's like that all dimension. the time. Yeah, all the time. It's like, are you always angry? Like, do we need to talk about this? But definitely a great match.
3: Yeah, I 100 100 agree. This was a great match. And in the beginning, when they showed all the women um, on the on the stage the person that caught my eye that was so excited to be there i'm sure they were all excited to be there was mercedes you could see her big smile she was so excited to be there she mm-hmm. felt like she belonged and she does belong there mm-hmm. and i truly believe that these two women knew each other's style when it came into the ring oh
1: they definitely watched it each was, other's tape there's no way yeah, that's don't
3: it, it was just by that point. beautiful mm-hmm. how they both knew each other's style. They communicated really well in the ring, both dominant. And you know what? I'm very sad that Princesa didn't go through, but I'm more excited that Mercedes did.
1: Yeah. And there can only be one winner mm-hmm. out of all of this. Well, yeah. one winner for this particular competition. <laughs> Let's be honest. We we yeah. know what's really gonna happen. Yeah. <laughs> okay, but for our last match of episode five, so we have Bianca Belair versus Kyrie Zay- yeah. Uh, can you tell which one's my favorite? Uh, so, to get to this point, Kyrie Sane defeated Tessa uh, Blanchard, a three generation wrestler. Uh, Kyrie is a yacht person and a champion, and she's just all around amazing. i'm <coughs> uh, Absolutely love it. Uh, Bianca Belair, I believe, uh, TK, you know her in like Track uh, for Track,
4: Crossfitter. But I think we all called this one.
1: Yeah, no, we definitely yeah. did. Uh, something that did, uh, well, to get to this point, uh, Bianca defeated Sage Beckett. She was the energy challenger uh, channeler from our first round. And something that uh, Lita remarked is that she's been one year in the business and is already in this ring with all of these other veterans. Mm-hmm. And it's like, great, fast track yourself. Fantastic. So, yeah, we, we did call this one, but despite the fact that we called this can I just say how much of a pleasure it was actually seeing this match I I think it's because of Kyrie Sane I will be completely honest I'm, I'm not saying anything against Bianca but there's something that she brings to it that even though we were like oh squash match it's like no it felt like a story right. it felt like there was something we told and I felt like Bianca was so beautifully showcased in this. I mean from the very beginning where you have Bianca using her hair as a whip and oh Kyrie gosh. Kyrie my being like, "Wait, gosh. what is what is this?" It's like, "Is this fair?" It's like, "All right, fine. I'll roll yeah. with this. I'll yeah. I'll make this happen." Oh, my and anger. it's like Bianca got to show off her strength. I mean, we we had so many near falls. It felt like and Kyrie will sell a near fall at one point when Bianca went to the top rope and she landed that beautiful yes. 450. Oh my And then it was like, Kyrie kicked out at like two and three fourths. I, for a second, I was like, this is exciting. This is women's wrestling. You know, and I love that they did that chant like
3: later on, Mm -hmm. uh, later on in the episodes. It definitely did. And I'm going to take that energy that you have right now, because for one, I'm not an emotional person, but when it comes to wrestling, I get emotional. And Mm -hmm. the fact that she used her hair on, Kyrie, I got a little emotional because I'm like, oh my god, she's in the corner and she's getting hit, and I'm like, I can't take this. But I saw the exclusive backstage video of Bianca getting emotional, and Hunter is back there confronting her, telling her something that we did not know what she was saying. He Mm -hmm. was saying to her, Mm -hmm. but I feel Bianca is already a winner.
4: Oh, Oh, yeah, because.
3: Yes, she didn't advance, but she's all she's a complete winner. She was able to comp- participate in the Mayan Classic. She's already dominating the NXT Women's Division, and I, in my opinion, I think one day she will be the NXT Women's Champion because over just by being in the WWE ring for one year, and she's that damn good, and has a background of track and athletics. Oh yeah, jeez, oh my gosh,
4: that here, that hair look. This is. I, <laughs> So, when she was doing it and she was in the corner, I'm like, did she get... Because I know I got beat as a kid. So, I don't know if she was (laughs) channeling her mom because she was just doing it so fluidly. Mm -hmm, Um, But mm -hmm. she's done it before. Um, She did it in Riverside when she was here. NXT was here. So, she's done it before. Um, It was just a... It's something different. I don't know if she's going to continue with it because that means she has to continue with that hairstyle. And um, Mm -hmm. for y'all, don't know who has never rocked that hairstyle that's a lot of maintenance so yeah. i don't know if she's gonna still do that but definitely a great uh, a great match and it was believable um i think if we didn't know the background of each individual yeah you know we we might have kind of said okay well there's a possibility like mm-hmm. you never you never know but because we knew the black background and how they played up the stories it's like okay well we know what's going to happen but it wasn't one of those matches where she, it didn't feel like Bianca didn't deserve to be there.
2: Yeah,
1: no, I definitely yeah. felt like she earned her spot. Oh yeah, yeah. I think
2: the good thing that they did about this one is that like, oh yeah, everyone's like, okay, well obviously they can't eliminate Kyrie Sane just now, and so instead of making the match super predictable, they were like, okay, no, like let's have uh, Bianca show like one last hurrah, you know. So it was it was uh, it was a really nice match.
1: Yeah, that one time when she picked up Kyrie and then just did some squats. I
3: was
0: like, what? Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all this content for you, the listener, free of charge, is our amazing sponsors. Today, Beach Too Sandy, Water Too Wet is one of those sponsors. Beach Too Sandy, Water Too Wet is a comedy podcast featuring brother and sister duo Alex and Christine as they recap dramatic readings of one-star reviews written by real people with not-so-real problems. Whether it's a bar's no-throw-up policy or a barista who's just too friendly or maybe a school psychologist's fashion sense reviewers complain about everything prepare for equal amounts laughter and eye rolling each week Alex and Christine cover topics ranging from strip clubs in Vegas ghost tours in New Orleans or DMVs in Phoenix they nobly delve into the cesspools of Yelp, TripAdvisor and other review sites to find you the best of the worst listen to Beach Two Sandy, Water Two Wet on Spotify Anchor, Apple Podcasts or any of your favorite podcasting apps you can also find them on all social media platforms at Beach Two Sandy
3: I, I want to add is Kyrie like backtanned her
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. That was a spinning back of, fist from, out, from way back in childhood.
3: Out of nowhere, she, she just did that. And I, like, screamed. And my mom's like, what's wrong? I'm like... Women's wrestling is is
4: happening. There we go. And Bianca's uh, Bianca's definitely invested because her fiance, too, is also signed to that NXT. Oh, nice. So, yeah, they're they're all. Power couple. Yeah. She's in it. You're going to
1: be seeing more of her. No worries. The the way they
4: play her, they've been playing her up for the last year or so Mm -hmm. through social media, YouTube, Instagram, all this other stuff. It's, I mean, the sky's the limit for her. Yeah. So, she des- is definitely the
2: positioning her. the ist. One more so. thing, you know, mm-hmm. the fact that this match wasn't even Kyrie Saint's normal style, and the fact that it was still good screams a lot about this woman, BTW. Oh, yeah, just, I know. <laughs> said I just wanted <laughs> to throw yeah. something in there for Kyrie. <laughs> yeah.
4: <laughs> no, it wasn't that part. It was the BT. It was like, yeah. oh, okay, all right, cool. No, she I went wrap.
2: acronym AF. I, I, talk, I talk in texting. Okay. <laughs> <laughs>
1: So that brings us to episode six, which is also uh, round two. So it's the ends of round two, basically. So we have uh, Tony Storm Australia versus Lacey Evans. So Lacey Evans, the lady of NXT. Uh, she was the only female member of a SWAT team. Uh, she is a United States Marines, retired. Mm-hmm. She was a drill sergeant, technical, athletic. Her finisher is a lady lace-up. And she defeated Conti uh, to get entrance to this particular round. And uh, so with Tony Storm, uh, strong style, <laughs> definitely. Her finisher move is strong zero, and she defeated Aisha Raymond, and you would know her as the deadlift diva. And she was at 435 pounds, I believe, it was something like that. And uh, she has wrestled in 13 countries before the age of 20. So uh, with this, the very presence that Lacey had when she came out I was on board. She sold her entrance music and getting into the getting down the ramp and into the ring, I felt like this was a match that I wanted to see just when I saw that. So with it, with the match itself, I I felt like it was great. I felt like there there were I don't like to, I don't want to overuse that word. Compared to other matches, I didn't enjoy it as much as I did others, but I felt like there were some innovative moves in it. I really loved um, in the corner when she did the leg sweep and then elbow right off the top rope. And that was Lacey Evans onto uh, Tony Storm. Yeah, you know, I thought uh, Tony was a a bit too showboaty for me for this particular. It seemed a bit too arrogant, a bit too confident. But I did like the modified Northern Lights that she did on Lacey's head uh, from the corner. And Tony Storm did win with a well-placed strong zero. So, thoughts?
2: I think that, okay, I'm going to call this right now, guys, and take my word for it because in, like, I don't know, however much time difference, Tony Storm is going to be a star, all right? Mm-hmm. She yes. is going to be a star in the WWE. She's going to be, like, my new favorite women's wrestler, like, ever. This is the thing <laughs> about Tony Storm is that she's a good athlete, and later on in the comp- in the tournament, we saw her do some incredible stuff with her match with Piper Niven. I'll get into that mm-hmm. later. But we saw her do some awesome stuff. She has a great look. She's charismatic, and she has the Becky Lynch vibe, which is kind of like, you you oh, just like her. She has a great rocking. personality. Mm-hmm. She has it. Mm-hmm. And I think that this match, this match was good. It was, it was you know, it had its moments and stuff like that. Um, Lacey Evans, with her character... I think it's a great character like she's patriotic she's just like that all-american woman so i think that's very cool. she does have a little bit of a stiff style lacey evans but so i think maybe that's why maybe it was a little bit off but either way they still had some sort of good chemistry together but guys tony storm was my pick after this but
3: <laughs> you know what lacey evans reminds me of um Remember the, the star girl from Glow? How she was all American. That was her gimmick oh, yeah. and character. Uh, yes. That's totally what Lacey Evan, Evans is, but real life. And I love it. I love Tony Storm, Liberty Bell. Yes, I yeah. love Tony Storm. She reminds me of. I feel like she was supposed to be born in the eighties, like in her twenties. Not born, but she's supposed to be in her twenties and <laughs> the eighties. That rock and roll style. I loved her. Uh, get, uh, pretty much her in ring gear is very mm-hmm. like. Poison yeah. vibe, but yeah, it's so I cute. I know they yeah. were rocking some great gear, it, and it fit the
1: personality. It too. really
3: did, and I like the hip attacks too that she was doing. And mm-hmm. Lacey Evans just give her the roll up because mm-hmm. she yeah. was taking that over, she but... She was just taking a little bit too long. My favorite one. part of this match was when Lacey Evans jumped over the rope and just splashed on her. That was really cool.
4: <laughs> I mean, Tony Storm is like the package. Like I feel like she can definitely handle the mic. She has like the the presence. And, of course, you know, it's a little bit different when you go to the main stage. But a lot of these girls, I mean, I think in the, the women's division, you know, we're kind of short. But it's kind of developing. And a lot of these girls from this classic can go on to the NXT. And we can definitely, we're almost, like, I feel like we're starting to overpower the men anyway. <laughs> and I feel like somebody like a Tony Storm, like, she has all the elements. Now it's just to fine tune, get those reps in. She's going to be absolutely amazing. Same thing with Lacey. Definitely um, good, like, just... Definitely a good vibe. I, I, the, the hip is something that the I hip attacks are fun.
1: There, you feel like that totally came out of just an uh, organic invention mm-hmm. that she did, and it fits what she's doing. And it so. was different.
2: It's different. I feel like every time she does it, like every man, every man that is watching is just like falling in love, BTW, because <laughs> it's fun, it's cool, and guys <laughs> like that, you know. Isn't she with somebody? Isn't she with somebody in the WWE? Uh, oh well.
4: Mm -hmm. Tony I'll do some recon while we were talking. (laughs) So, for our next
1: match, we have Mia Yim uh, representing South Korea versus Shayna Baszler. Yeah. Woo. USA. Wow. Okay, so with this match, okay, so Mia is a second degree black belt. Uh, She also represents uh, Put a Nail in It, which is uh, about uh, bringing awareness to uh, domestic abuse uh, survivors and the things that. The things that you can go through, and then also how you can help with prevention, and then how you can help with treatment after something like that happens to you. Uh, she had she defeated Sarah Logan, uh, who was Kentucky Strong in round one to get this place, and uh, Shayna Baszler, who Jim Ross designated the destroyer of dreams. Ooh, I like that. I loved that, <laughs> and I hope I hope she keeps that because oh, wow. that is fantastic for everything that she does. Uh, Coached by Josh Burnett, uh, part of the four horsewomen horsewomen of MMA who were in the audience. Uh, So she defeated Zeta, the Chinese martial artist, to get to this point. So with this match, wow, okay, so Mia Yim, she's such a veteran and you can see that in all of her moves that she does. It's very technical and then both of them with the MMA background when they were just with Mia Yim, when she landed that great suicide dive, it seemed like everything that she did was perfect. It was like textbook perfect, and I really enjoyed that. It was like everything from that perfectly placed German suplex that she got a two count off of. And it she did a lot of great things, and it all came down to one thing that defeated her, and that was, I felt like those ankle locks that uh, Shayna mm-hmm. Baszler kept mm-hmm. on putting on her. She, every, this woman is like a Venus flytrap of wrestling yes. because she will let you hit on her and she will just wait for your opening. She's like Karnak from Inhumans and she knows the flaw that is in your wrestling before you even know it. So, I mean, talking about beautiful technical, just gymnastics. Mia Yem goes to the top rope for four fifty. It is beautifully done and it doesn't connect because it's a trap. And Shayna locks into a rear neck sleeper yeah. and that is it. That's the second tap out for Shayna. That is it. And there was this great moment where the four horsewomen of the MMA were calling out the four horsewomen of wrestling right after it. And something to be said about this, uh
4: damn. <laughs> Late, uh, thoughts? Wait, 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 which? What part are you damning at? That was a lot of. There was a <laughs> lot of <laughs> <yes>. broad, broad <laughs> damn parts. Is I was, this is, it's just overall fucking no, okay. like
2: oh, holy. The crap. more you <laughs> know. yes. Oh man, honestly, I agree with you. Damn. Oh, wait, are we allowed <laughs> to say that? I don't even know. Okay. I think well, that's you okay. can okay. say it on, what on did national I say? television, oh, okay. network <laughs>
1: television. They allow it.
2: All right. Minor brain glitch, there, guys. <laughs> All right. Um. Honestly, okay. So aside from this. I, okay, we're what, in the second show now. The one problem that I did see is that we, at this point of the show, we've already seen three cannonballs. There was one done in this match again, and uh, two 450 splashes already in the short amount of time that we're seeing here in uh, round two and stuff. So that was the one thing where I was kind of like, uh, I already saw that, like, why are we doing this again? So that was the one minor problem I had. But other than that, th- this was nice. I feel like this started to set up the story that they were going to soon play out that we saw with Shayna, that she's, like, you know, beating her opponents, like, very suddenly. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I'm still not sold on Shayna Baszler. I'm not a fan of hers. and um, But I do see, obviously, why she is in the finals.
4: Right. The thing with Shayna is that you know what this setup is fine because we can't we don't get to see the whole package when because I, I don't know is she signed to XT yet because she's training at the performance center I thought she was am I wrong
3: uh, there's like about 16 women that got that yeah that got signed. because
4: I won't be surprised if she's one of them because she was at the performance center when she was on she made that quick appearance on total divas when uh, she was with one of the Bellas. But mm-hmm. my thing is, I don't know if she can handle the mic. And if she can't I, handle the mic, then I that's going to be a real big issue as far as her becoming great. Yeah, then, that then she could sense. sell a little better. Right. Yeah. That yeah.
3: or if she's not good on the mic, they're probably going to have her have a manager for her.
4: That would work. Ooh, she,
3: could like prob- a, she could probably she could be the next a Paul Heyman little she be a person name, girl.
1: next to her, or Alana
3: type, I with her. I wouldn't be surprised. Makes sense, because oh, yeah. she has a tough vibe. Yeah, so yeah. Like, okay. and then UFC connects with Brock Lesnar. That would make total sense. <laughs> yeah. <Or are> you, <laughs> all right, so planning um, it all out. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Day. So, yeah. uh,
1: so for our next match, we have uh, Rhea Ripley, Australia, versus Dakota Kai, New Zealand. Mm-hmm. So uh, with, uh, yeah, I... I, I like this match. This match was very fun for me. Uh, so with uh, Rhea, uh, her finisher is a full Nelson uh, slam. Uh, she's, to me, and I think we said this last time, Charlotte Flair type. She mm-hmm. defeated Miranda Salinas uh, to get to this point, who was trained by Booker T. And uh, Dakota Kai, uh, she does the double stomp. She's inspired by Finn uh, Baylor in that way uh she's a striker type, and she defeated she defeated Kavita Devi, who was trained by the great Kali to get to this point so yeah with um there's kind of like fundamentals started with wrist locks and counters and uh, everything like that. I, I did like The Great Counter by Dakota Kai, and I know she's your favorite, Anissa, yes. uh, <laughs> uh, where she did the victory roll with a bridge. Mm-hmm. And then uh, <laughs> Rhea responded by just lifting her straight <laughs> in the air and just dropping her on the ground. She yeah. made her look
2: like a rag doll. It, oh. was,
1: yeah. it was just, it was so unexpected, and I was just like, oh! <laughs> I, I, I made a Pillsbury
4: <laughs> boy sound
1: when I saw that. Uh, so
4: i sorry, I do have one question I don't want to because I know this will probably be a question okay. in the chat um, later on, too. Um, back to like a quick back to Shayna. Somebody's wondering if because uh, is Ronda Rousey the reason Shayna's in the tournament? Yes.
1: I okay, would Are we like, allowed to be honest?
2: Uh,
4: <laughs> no. Well, I don't
1: know. That would, I, I think, well, is uh, Nicole Savoy there um, because of you know, with uh, everybody that she knows or did she earn her actual spot there? I, I think Shayna Baszler compared to the other people like earned her spot there.
4: I love her face. Yeah. Um, I, I I agree with you. I, I, mean, I don't think I, she.
1: I do think that she might have been seen more right. because right. that she is part of the four horsewomen of MMA, and yeah. that is also Ronda Rousey. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ronda Rousey, Rousey. Thank mm-hmm. you. Uh, but I think that kind of undercuts what she's bringing into the ring to be like that. That's the reason why she's there.
4: Yeah, I think she's been deaf. She put in she put in the work to be there. It's not like she finished a match at UFC. And it's like ah, well, I think I'm gonna try this wrestling thing because it looks easy. Like I think she's been putting the work in order to become a great wrestler. So mm. I, I don't think it's because Aranda. But of course, everything in this entertainment industry, period. Is through networking. Yeah. So you know she might people had might have had more eyes on her because Rhonda did train her in uh, I forgot the reality show, did train her in that reality show. But it's she's definitely because of her hard work. Like she couldn't just be yeah you know, I, a chick that just wanted to walk out the street and do it. Yeah. But anyways, I want I mean, to, uh, to address, address that her. because yeah. there was a lot of questions too. Um, so uh, that's what yeah, we're about. yeah, no worries. But I'm about Dakota too.
1: I, yeah. I like <laughs> the hair. Uh, so uh, with this, uh, so, yeah, there were a number of other things. I, I liked when Rhea got uh, Dakota on the top ropes and they had a lot of top rope strikes that were going on. Mm-hmm. And then Dakota just landed this well-placed forearm strike. And she got Rhea into the trio. of woe, and then just that signature double foot stomp. And uh, Dakota got the win.
3: Yeah, so.
2: Rhea did this killer face plan on Dakota from outside the ring where I was like, oh, did her head come off? Because it was insane. Um, honestly, to tell you the truth, I really thought they were going to... I thought Dakota was going to lose on this one, even though she was a uh, personal favorite as mine, too. Mm-hmm. I still thought they were going to go with Rhea because she just had... I don't know. There was something about her that I just thought they were going to go with her on this one. So I was a little surprised to see Dakota advance. Um, but other than that, I thought that this was the best match so far from all the stuff we've seen
4: before. Mm-hmm. I feel like the little girl has to win. <laughs> Not has to, but it just, if you're looking at the overarching storyline for everything, I feel like that's a, a good way to play it. Yeah, and Maserat
1: Yeraldin in the chat room, yes, Dakota's hairstyle does remind me of Sadie Moon. Also. Yes. 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 It's a gorgeous well, hairstyle. Well, of
3: course, I am a fan of Dakota Kai's, you, Are you really? See. <laughs> yes! <laughs> Hey, she tweeted me, so I got oh, excited. Yeah, nice. Um, so you know, plus, don't we need another Bailey type in
1: NXT now?
3: I don't. I, I can't say Bailey. I, oh, I really? won't say Bailey. I, I wanted. She. You know, I get Bailey vibes off of her. Major I mean, not Bailey vibes. Yeah, yeah I would
2: say so. I, I
3: like how like she's just her own person. Mm-hmm. That that's that you know that's what she gives to me, and I like how this was a tall person against a small person. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It shows how. It, it just shows how much it doesn't matter how little she is she's a tough cookie like she says and it doesn't matter how tall Rhea is she's a she has those long legs mm-hmm. and the fact that these two had a good match i enjoyed it kudos to both of them yeah Well said.
1: So our next match and the last match of episode six, um, so this is uh, the end of round two, Candice LeRae versus Nicole Savoy. So Candice, the self-professed high risk taker (laughs) as opposed to high flyer, uh, she defeated, uh, I believe it was Renee Michelle to get to this point. Uh, So this... Anna Ferris look alike to me. Uh, her finisher is the Miss Lerae's Wild Ride, mm-hmm. and uh, her husband, her hub, her hubby Johnny Gargano is in the audience. Uh, only female champion in
3: the, the TWG in California. I did not know that fact. Yeah, nice and, fact. And I'm excited. I love Candice. Uh, tomorrow, if you guys are going to be going to bar wrestling, I'll be there. TK is going to be there, and Candice Lerae is going to be there. Nice. Xbox is going to be there. So we're all. It's going to be fun. I'm so excited. Right. Uh, so she's going up I'm against sorry. Nicole Savoy.
1: She's excited. It's good to be excited. Uh, the queen of suplex. She defeated uh, Reina Gonzalez uh, with a straight arm bar to get to this point. Mm-hmm. So with this one, I mean, Candace brought it. Let's. Uh, you can't sleep on Candace. No. That's that's absolutely it. Um, wow, it was just with this. I. I guess this was one of the closer ones for me. I, I, and I remember, yeah, I remember Mm -hmm. even last show, I was like, I don't know, I don't know how to these two, it's probably gonna be Candace, but it looks like it might be, yeah, I would, I would want Nicole. And it's just, Nicole just got her core strength. I mean, it was just suplex after suplex. And then when she tried to get the cross arm breaker in, but Candace like got free because she was like, ah, leg kicks to your head. So, yeah, I mean, it all ended with Miss LeRae's wild ride in the corner off the top mm-hmm. rope. And Candace immediately went to get her props from her hubby. So I, I did enjoy that. Thoughts?
2: It was cute seeing him in the, like mm-hmm. on the side like cheering for her. He's like, "Do, baby. or I don't know what he was saying. <laughs> Anyways, um, both from California, which was pretty cool to see, you know, representing and stuff. But guys, I feel for me, this was all Candace. Like, she just shined so much brighter, definitely. Mm
1: yeah we've got we've got some really good matches yeah. and we've got like yeah. 11 minutes left so so uh that brings us to the quarterfinals so This episode seven so we've gone from 32 to eight competitors uh four of these eight will go home from 13 countries to five countries and now we have a 25 minute limit um entering the quarterfinals so we start with abby Lath versus mercedes martinez so, uh, Abby defeated Jazzy Gabert and Rachel Evers to get here. Mercedes Martinez defeated Princess Suhe and uh forget the first one. Oh, goodness. Oh, matters for yeah, well, um, chat room probably knows. And so, with this, I always thought that Mercedes Martinez was going to win. I yeah, mean, same. hungry for it, 16 year veteran. But I will say that Abby, she did bring it. She yeah. did with those spinning heel kicks, uh, spinning edge chop. I mean, Mercedes almost got DQ'd at one point because she just would not let up and then ended, like, I I think on five, she had this, like, gorgeous chop in the corner mm-hmm. on Abby. It's just, a, it. at one point, she was just kept on ringing Abby's bell. I was just like, is she, does Abby owe her money? Because... There was that was just like a beatdown that was going on. <laughs> I mean,
4: think that's the best way that you have to you have to do it, and the best way to sell it. I kind of feel like if you're going to um, advance, hmm. like you have to make it so believable that's like, look, yeah, you stole my lunch money, and I'm it's going. Like this to is Take you down for it. I, I definitely a great fight. Abby held or match. Abby held her own, but it was Mercedes all the way.
0: Yeah. At
1: Agreed. one point we even had a near double count out, you know, <laughs> outside of the ring because of a great top rope crossbody and that was, you know, well, in any case, uh after well-placed high kick to stun, Mercedes landed a solid fisherman buster and she got the win. Mm-hmm. I mean, Mercedes. So, and that takes us to Candice versus uh Shayna Baszler. <laughs> Candice LeRae versus Shayna. Um uh, did any of us think that Candice would Power out no, of this one, but
3: you have to give Candice a lot of damn credit for this match. When she did that suicide dive oh through right the ropes the and then turned it into a DDT on the outside, mm-hmm. I
1: was like, "Oh, you're not going down without a fight." Yeah. Sheena's going to have to earn. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm.
3: Candice is a tough woman. She's beaten men up, so she ain't gonna. She's not gonna be afraid to beat up a former UFC fighter.
1: Yeah, and then like technically speaking, she she did a lot of things right. I mean, right after that, she locked her into the octopus. I mean, she she used her submissions. It it just it, hey, Shayna, it's a trap basler. When she went for, you know, Miss Lorray's wild ride from the top rope and Shayna turned that into the rear neck sleeper. Mm-hmm. And that was that was all she wrote. And then she would not let up. Uh. She psychologically was psyching out. Uh, Mercedes Martinez, or at least she was trying to, where she's like, no, there's no reason to let go.
2: hmm Honestly, okay, I don't know if Candice LeRae is one of the 16 women who have been signed. If someone knows, If someone knows that, let me know. But if she's not... This to me is the match that screams, "Hey WWE, I'm your girl to hire." Because I just brought an exciting, exciting match out of Shayna Baszler. Because Candice LeRae carried this entire thing. Yeah. she was the one doing mm-hmm. all these killer, sp- uh, all these killer stuff and making Shayna look better. I think than she than she is in the ring, not in a bad way. Okay, <laughs> That's some bias. I'm not, like,
0: or I'm You're just, not? No, honestly, I'm
2: not. I'm not. I'm really not. Okay, but but honestly, for me, it was just Candice said hey look at me I can do this and I can do this for a lot more girls who might need it
3: Mm -hmm.
1: yeah and thanks uh, Joseph Boza uh, she defeated Lee and Princess Suhei
3: to get there and I feel like Shannon was just being a bully after she wouldn't let go of the chokehold and hey she was being a heel yeah she was being all the heel
4: I think it's almost a setup too. Uh, if she is, and I'm trying to look up everybody that got signed, if she is mm-hmm. signed to uh, NXT, and when she finally kind of makes that, those starting to make the rounds, she's already coming into it with people not liking her.
1: Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. she already she's has
4: that built-in crowd. Feeding off of it. So, the, I, I definitely, I don't know if somebody told her to kind of up the ante, because she was like that even in the UFC when she did that reality show, mm-hmm. um, Ultimate Fighter. Um mm-hmm. so I don't know somebody told her to up the ante and just say, Hey, this is your Hey, your this role. is you. Just kind it's of like just do wear more of it.
1: wear this coat and strut around in it mm-hmm. because this is you. So that takes us to our third fight of this episode seven, and it's Piper Nevin versus Tony Storm. So we have Scotland versus Australia. Uh Piper defeated uh Santana Garrett, Serena Deeb, uh she's a quick powerhouse. Uh it well, you know Piper by this point. Oh, wow. I wanted Piper to win. I wanted Piper to win so bad. I I enjoy what Tony Storm brings to it, but I wanted to see a Kyrie Sane versus a Piper. So, with this, I liked at the very top, Tony showed that she had watched the tape on Piper's match by after they, you know, did their getting to know you, uh, grappling uh, wrists and headlocks, that she shoved her into the corner and then just gave her a little frenemy pop. On the mm-hmm. chin. It's like, that's exactly what Piper did uh, in her last match. So I like that. It's like, hey, I see mm-hmm. you. And I, I very much enjoyed that. That, and then the double bridge that they had mm-hmm. in the middle of the ring with upside-down handshake. And it was for the crowd's pleasure. We heard women's wrestling chant and moving on with the, respect. With the actual fight. Total respect. Um, had one of those headbutts that, uh, you know, you very much enjoy uh, oh, yeah. in this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and Piper did a headbutt crossbody and then a senton to a near fall. Piper was working it. She really was. She even busted out the Minoku driver, but there was a kickout. She went for a cannonball. She but then she climbed up to those ropes after it didn't work and Tony Storm all you need is one mistake. Mm-hmm. All you need is one. Mm-hmm. And then she did a belly to back suplex from the second rope and then a top rope leg drop and Tony gets the
2: win. I think, honestly, for this one, you know, in the start of this tournament, I wasn't too crazy about Piper, but seeing her in this match with Tony Storm, it was like day and night for me. I thought that they she really brought it. These two women had such great chemistry in the ring. Yes. We saw a lot of unique stuff from Tony Storm, and I really 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 loved that double bridge into a handshake. That was <laughs> so cool, so cute. It was everything that I wanted to see. And I mean, I'm just I'm happy that they moved on with Tony Storm here because I do think that they can do a lot with her.
3: Yeah. Totally agree. I liked the handshake. I liked how they both uh, pretty much knew what ways each other was doing with with both hands going over. It was great. I enjoyed the match, but you guys said it all. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Touche. Yeah, so this leads us to... I retweet (laughs) that. Touche.
1: Oh, <laughs> I like this. Uh so yeah, that brings us to our final our final slot, our final match in the quarterfinals, and that is Kairi Sane versus Dakota Kai. So we yeah. have Japan versus New Zealand. Yep. Yeah. Oh I, I, how can Kyrie Sane get any better? I think this before I see the match, and then I see the match, and I'm like, oh, she got even better. It's like she's, she's like this chameleon that, you know, molds herself around the other person's fighting style and then surprises them with elements to it. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, Dakota, super strong. Yeah. you know super strong she's a strong striker and she showed it here uh, it's just that kyrie kept on getting her with surprises like a surprise spear and a running drop kick to dakota's back mm-hmm. i mean uh, when you know there's oh there was this one part where dakota was uh, running a high kick to kyrie in the in the corner and then that was the closest near fall that i felt like kyrie had had at this point but then right after that Uh, you know, Kyrie avoids a double stomp when she's in the tree of woe. So, I mean, how down could she be? And then, you know, when it really comes down to it, I mean, Kyrie got a huge slam,
3: and she got in that diving elbow. Mm-hmm. So, um, go back a little bit on one of the matches with uh, Bianca Blair and Kyrie, real quick. Right. I liked how Bianca gave her the kiss, and Kyrie <laughs> saw it and just stomped on it. Yeah. That was fun. But back to this match—it's a big Kyrie moment. Yes. yes. <laughs> back to this match, I liked the beginning of it. They both overcountered each other's kicks, and I liked how Kyrie kind of gave me the. <laughs> yeah. I was like, yeah, ninja style. But mm-hmm. overall, these two are my favorite out of the bunch. I really wish it was Dakota Kai, but I'm very glad that it was um Kyrie Singh because without a doubt, Kyrie Singh belongs to is the winner. In my is going to win this.
4: Uh so I had the nine people who signed who signed to WWE. So you have Jazzy, Yes. Uh, ooh, um, Jazzy Mia Yim. Ooh. I agree with that uh, Piper. one. Yes. Piper. Piper uh, the Viper. Come on, computer. There we go. Uh Candace. Of course. Yeah. Yes. I uh, know Tony's in there. Shale She'd uh Shayna, of course. Mm-hmm. Uh, ooh, Mercedes. Yes. And uh Kaylee, Kaylee Ray. Oh, Kaylee Ray? Cool. And uh Santana Garrett. Nice. Right, nice variety of
1: women. Good for them. Yeah. Yes, most definitely. So, okay. So that uh brings us to our semifinals, uh, episode 8. Mm-hmm. Okay, so with the semifinals, ooh, uh, because it's the live event that's going to happen next week, uh, September 12th, and that's going to be in Las Vegas at mm-hmm. uh, 10 p.m. Eastern Standard, I believe. Mm-hmm. So with this, the semifinals, so we have Mercedes Martinez versus Shayna Baszler. What a good one. Oh, my. god! Okay, because this is mentor versus protege, and they... They just—they rocked this. They—they they rocked it. This
3: they killed it, and I liked that she's that Mar, uh, Mercedes said, it's teacher versus student, and they knew each other. Mercedes knew her style. Mm-hmm. She wasn't gonna give up, and this is by far my favorite match that Shayna did this this far
1: yeah no you you felt different dimensions yes. you felt different levels yes. you got the frustration you got that she it felt like she was intimidated
3: and that's what uh, i like about I, mm-hmm. that's what i like about when it comes to wrestling is when you guys are friends for a, a while you guys it's like a Sami Zayn versus kevin owens they mm-hmm. have been friends for mm-hmm. a long time they know each other's style and they're great in the ring Yeah,
1: Um, and it kind of seemed like Mercedes Martinez had to kind of wake her up with some, a lot of open-hand palm (laughs) strikes. And so, yeah, there was Mercedes at a back suplex, driving suplex. It was a belly-to-back suplex. And it all would have worked, too, if it wasn't for that darn Shayna Baszler, where she got a power slam and then tricked it into a rear-neck sleeper and locked it in. It was like this... Submission out of nowhere, and uh, Basler goes on to our finals,
4: mm-hmm. which I predicted.
1: Yes, <laughs> and then of course uh, the other match in our yes in the finals is Kyrie Sane versus Tony Storm. I will have to be honest; I wish it was versus Piper because I really would have wanted to know how Kyrie would have you know made that happen. But with this, wow. Okay, so with uh, Kyrie saying, I mean, just thoughts in particular because this is our our last one.
2: Um, F- Kyrie hit her face on the ramp really hard. By the way, that was pretty pretty crazy actually. Bleeding, yeah. yeah, she was bleeding on that one. Uh, honestly, these, this was a good match. Both of these women had such great psychology. I really enjoyed seeing them together. Um, one of the things that uh, that Tony Storm did was the bridge arm bar, which was very, very unique that she did. It was kind of like, oh, oh, I loved it. And I think that that was one of the cool things we saw. I mean, obviously, we know I, we knew that Kyrie was going to win, you know, regardless of my fandom for Toni.
3: Mm-hmm. Uh,
2: I think we still knew that Kyrie was going to win this one.
3: And I think that this match was probably one of the best in the entire tournament. Mm-hmm. I like how uh, Tony Storm was going. Straight for her arm and just bending it backwards, focusing on that arm because that arm is a dominant force. Yeah. And that's where I got Kyrie, um where she is. And I like the Boston Crab, the beautiful spear that Kyrie did. Just amazing, amazing match. And you know what? Tony Storm got signed and. Yeah, Kyrie uh, already
4: signed. So.
3: so yeah, I mean, there was a lot
1: of uh, beautiful things in this match, like you were saying. Where there that was that top rope crossbody onto the outside, where she did slam her face. Uh, we had that um, uh, that cross arm breaker on Kyrie. Tony kept on working that elbow. I mean, it was good strategy. Mm-hmm. I mean, she even got her signature hip attack in. Too bad mm-hmm. that the second one she went through, she got a surprise spear for mm-hmm. her efforts. So, I mean,
4: there's that. Yeah,
1: yeah. For her efforts. For her efforts. <laughs> For her efforts. <laughs> Good I mean,
4: job. Yeah, that you one. that one. Um, <laughs> I, efforts, I love the fact, yeah. like how we were saying last week, it was, you know, certain matches didn't line up to us. But it was a nice, slow build to the point that we are right now. Like, yes. if they had all three, thirty-two women of equal caliber come out and pretty much slaughter the crap out of each other, by the time we got to this point, we'd be exhausted. Yes. Yeah. So whoever, I, and I know Triple H had a huge part to play, but I don't know if they had a hard part to play as far as positioning or everything, but whoever did that, kudos to them because they definitely had the for, foresight to kind of see how everything went. So definitely uh, go with that. Yeah, yeah. and go absolutely.
1: With it took us on a journey, um, and it ended with a diving elbow finish. Yeah. <laughs> and, and Kyrie just... Something else that I love about her uh, is that everybody has been, like, huggy-hug. You are an awesome person. We're an awesome person. Women's wrestling is a very cool thing. And uh, so, yeah, that's, this has been part two of three yes. of you know this adventure that we're going on, the Mae Young Classic. Mm-hmm. So part three will be next week, Wednesday, 7 p.m., and we will be covering... Uh, We'll we'll be recapping the live event that will be happening Saturday, uh, I'm sorry, September 12th um, at 10 p.m. Eastern, it will be live from Las Vegas. So, um, yeah, let's go ahead
3: and wrap this up. Anissa, yeah. put yourself yeah, over. Yes, uh, my name is Anissa Barr. You can find me at Anissa Barr on, uh, ins- on social media. I am the social media for XPOC 12360. Also, I am representing Ireland, but I also host at other events <laughs> here at After Buzz. I host for America's Got Talent, so I'll be doing that next if you want to join.
4: All right, guys, you can find me on everything at TK Trinidad. I'm also on XPOC 12360, and you can find me on TMZ. Just talking some ish almost every day. And I do have a new show coming out called Workout with Friends, so be on the lookout for that. All
2: right, guys. I'm Denise Salcedo. You can find me on Twitter and on Instagram at underscore Denise Salcedo. You guys can also watch me on Championship Wrestling from Hollywood. We're doing a taping September 10th. Be there. Alberto Alberto Patron is going to be there. It's going to be awesome. And then check out X-Pac 1 to 360. We had Marty's Girl today, so check it out. Uh, and I'm Marquia McCarty you can uh, catch me
1: on Twitter and Instagram at Marquia McCarty that's M-A-R-K-E-I-A M-C-C-A-R-T-Y Mondays I'm here at After Buzz TV WWE Raw After Show with Johnny LaGlasto and a bunch of other funny guys fun dad uh, yeah and then on uh, Tuesdays you can catch me on Popcorn Talk at 2pm and that is Marvel Movie News where we talk everything Marvel and nerds but what I really want to do is see you here next Wednesday at 7pm because we will have Kyrie Sane versus Shayna Baszler and all of us will be be here we want you to be here join us in the live chat and we will see you then at 7 p.m
0: Buzz. See you later. From executive producers Maria Menounos, the views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principal.